Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, about 27 after the top of the hour. And uh, we go to our next guest. I want to thank Gary Sutherland, by the way. It's always good to catch up with Gary. Um, can you believe all that he's accomplished, PJ? I mean, dude is a Talented master. racer. Yeah, very talented, but also very grounded. And uh, and I think that's, you know, in, in our day and age, I think that's pretty unique where you have individuals that are very good at what they do, but they don't lord it over you. They don't, they don't shepherd your op- opinion, if you will. Uh, our next guest, no different. Uh, her second consecutive championship in the Women's Enduro Cross Series came in 2017. She is Shelby Turner. Uh, Shelby, good evening. How are you? I am good, thank you. Appreciate you uh, joining. Is this your first visit with us? Yeah, this is this is the first time I've been on this show. That's weird because uh, I've seen your name on, on many lists, but... I wonder why it's taken us this long to be able to dial all your numbers at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because I'm from up in Canada. We don't have good cell service. Ah, there it is. <laughs> it's all about Canada. Okay. <laughs> so, Shelby, you're sitting uh, second in the points in the Women's Enduro Cross Series. Do you have a chance at uh, taking the title, or is it out of reach? No, actually, Casey and I are three points from each other, so that means if oh. I win in Boise, I take we tie for points, and I'm pretty sure it goes to that final round, which would mean I would win. Awesome. And uh, so if Casey wins, obviously, then she she beats me. She does have this three-point gap. Well, no, so is, that's kind of where we're sitting. Is, the, is it possible that the season could end in a tie? Uh, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I've never heard of that, really. No, they, there'll be, there'll be a tiebreaker of some type. You, you know, I think in, in some I think sports they go to criteria, uh, the last racer or last yeah, the wrestler. last race, the, the last race would be, would presumably be it. It'd either be last race or whoever has the, the the most number of wins on the season. That's typically what it is in our world of motorcycle racing. And, and because she's our guest, uh, we want Shelby to win. <laughs> Well, thank you. Yeah, I think I think if we actually, if I win, we will tie for wins and second places throughout the year. So Wow, I mean, that is a close season. You guys have been battling hammer and tongs all year, haven't well, there's, you? There's a million dollars on the line, and uh, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? That would be amazing. I'm just happy we got some dollars on the line this year, which is awesome to see in women's racing period oh no no doubt. no kidding and this would be a three-peat for you then if you manage to uh come away with the title are you gonna come back next year win lose or draw uh yeah for sure um i i love enduro cross it's personally my favorite type of riding i do i do you know motocross i do some off-road stuff and some desert riding diocese but the enduro cross is kind of like my passion i i really enjoy it uh it's a lot of fun so Win or lose, I'm coming back next year. This year was kind of just about a write-off as it was. I don't know if you guys knew or not, but I broke my leg at the end of May. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember that now. Now that you bring it up again. uh, What was the healing time um, and the rehab? I I actually 
actually got cleared like a week before I went down to round one. <laughs> wow, that's so close. I had I had about three days on my motorcycle in three months before I went down to for that first round. And and tell us tell us about the break. Where was the break? Uh, and I did my tip fib. Uh, which is your lower leg bones, both of them, right in the middle. Oh, wow. Uh, clean break, straight across. Mm. And I, it was actually pretty serious, so I sent my tibia. Jack, Jack take our guest off the air. I don't want to hear the, uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, yeah, it, was, it was bad. Oh, so. my goodness sakes. And this was a moto-related, I have to believe, incident. When I hear uh, mid, mid-leg, that's usually oh. uh, the top of the boot. Yeah, it was uh, right in the middle of my boot. But, yeah, moto-related. Hit a big triple, came up a little short. Uh, didn't crash or anything, but had to pull off when I realized my leg wasn't <laughs> Yeah. I'd, yeah we, we didn't st- crash. We, we, we did, stopped did the show. That, did you hear that, fans? Didn't uh, crash. We stopped the show yeah. when I realized I'd broken my leg or or at least inserted. Even a fingernail. Or my foot into my mouth. It's it's <laughs> all very similar. Uh, the pain is amazing. How was it for you? How did you deal with that? I was, it was adrenaline uh, is an amazing thing right off the bat. I didn't feel it, of course. Oh, God. Then as, as, you know, minutes stretched into, you know, 20, 25 minutes, it was terrible. Oh. Yeah, it was bad, bad. And, and what, there was ambulatory people there to help you? and. Yeah, to, it's, it's kind of a funny story. So I did it at a local track called Raymond. Okay. And uh, I actually work there because I'm a paramedic, so I work on You're a paramedic as well. Physician, yeah. heal thyself. That's what they yeah. say. <laughs> so my coworkers picked me up. I told them I wanted nothing but the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so they immediately put you on a, uh, uh, what, what, what's, what's the uh, morphine drip uh, where you punch yeah. the button? Yeah. No, I didn't have, I was only once. Once they, because I went straight into surgery, oh. so once they picked me up and got me, you know, situated and to the hospital, after that I wasn't, I wasn't on pain medication very long. This is the <laughs> most awful interview ever. Well, we get we get them all the time. Unfortunately, motorcycle racers of every type uh, end up breaking bones. It's just part of the deal and... Yeah, we do. It, we get them on a regular. Ow. I mean, I'm certain. Yeah. And, and it's nothing to do with our guest, obviously, Shelby Turner. Um, Shelby, what's your high point of your career? Uh, yeah, the, the last two years, probably 2016, 2017, um, I won the Canadian Western Motocross Nationals, and then I came down and won the Cross titles, and I also got I, an ISE gold medal in Spain and France. So How cool is that? Yeah, it was awesome. I was I was excited, and then it was just a bummer this year. So you know, I was training hard, trying to do the three peat and all of it, and then you know, you break your leg six days before the season starts, and you're praying that you're going to be ready at least for endurocross. So wow, wow. Well, way to battle back, Shelby. And uh, I think it bears mentioning for those of our listeners that don't know, you have also podiumed in the men's class of endurocross, correct? Yeah, last year I podiumed in the amateur class. I got third, the amateur A, and I've won the amateur B before. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's no it. joke. You know how to ride the enduro cross. And we were we were talking earlier to um, to Ty from your same series. We were talking to Ty Tremaine, and uh, well, just about the 
how hairy the courses, you know, hairy or not, how much the courses have progressed in the last couple, two, three years in endurocross. They've, you know, as rider skills have increased substantially, course difficulty has increased as well. I mean, and I'm sure you're seeing the same thing uh, on the women's side. Uh, you guys run the same course, correct? Yeah, we run the same course the amateurs do. Um, I've been doing enduro cross. I followed this series religiously for kind of like the last three years here. But uh, I know there's a there's a certain level that we, me and Casey have kind of, you know, and Morgan Tanky, we've, we've raced so long at it. And then you see the girls coming in and just struggling and you I, you're like, man, I remember being there, like, you know, not that long ago and how, how long and how hard you have to work, you know, to kind of get over that so you can get to a point where, you know, Casey and I are out there literally battling each other, battling the elements and battling lappers. It's the, I mean, it's been, it's been an amazing year and I, it's been fresh, a little frustrating for me. Just, you know, I haven't had the practice coming in that I wanted and Casey's fast and she's. She's coming for me, and I want to keep that number one plate. So I've been working as hard as I could, but, you know, with my leg being so uh, kind of weak and stuff, it's been a big hindrance. But, you know, that's kind of what I'm looking for, for forward to into next year is, you know, being 100% healthy and being ready to go for the series. Well, it's, it's impressive nonetheless, despite your injury, your ability to, to battle back all season long, Shelby, it's – it's impressive. Uh, I look at the the entire field of women, and yeah, there's you've got some stronger competition, some up and comers, and I gotta figure they're gonna get it figured out over the off season. Yeah, yeah, it takes it takes a lot longer, you know, than a couple of months on the on, on the dirt bike to learn how to do enduro cross. There's so much going on, right? There's so much throttle and clutch control, and just knowing your limits and kind of understanding how to if you do get stuck and in the predicament. Learning how to get out of it fast, and uh, it's a it's a big learning curve, but it's also a lot of fun. People often tell me that endurocross is so addicting. So, how do you um, know what your uh, what, what? How did you say it, PJ? Um, not restrictions, but what your um, personal barriers are. You know it's, what I'm saying is, uh, how do you know what your limitations are? Yeah, it's trial and error, right? There's some things that you look at and I just don't even think it's possible. And then you watch Cody Webb or Colton Haker hit them. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm never doing that. <laughs> and, then I, and then I silently say to myself, I really hope Casey's not doing that because I might have to do it if she does. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a, a chess match, I'm sure, for you guys as to, you know, you, you don't want to hurt, get hurt. You don't want to crash. Um, but if somebody else does a big one, that's going to save a bunch of time. You got to step up, right? Yeah, that's it. That's totally what it is. We're kind of fortunate that at the, at the stage that the women's class is at and Casey and I, like we're, we're not quite where you, the big jumps are paying off because nobody's really doing them. Right. If you, if you can get through a lap clean, that's, that's when you make your biggest time savers. Right. And then getting from a lap to putting together a full five laps. And, you know, sounds ridiculous to say five laps, but that's pretty hard four minutes and 
one lap. So Is that what it is, not four re- minutes per lap? Not ridiculous yes. at all. We've watched uh, the series enough. That's it, I could be out there for a week and still stuck <laughs> in that rock garden. I truly believe that. The rocks are, are so difficult for me is, is – what I what I'm what I'm looking at, and and, and granted, I've never actually right, rode through the obstacles, but they just sometimes they appear to be so big. You've got to yeah. be you just got to be so talented and so balanced, okay, and trust your equipment, right? You got to trust your equipment, um, you know, with with uh, I got to believe no second thoughts. Yeah, for sure, you got to. A big, you know, big thing is like you just, you just gotta. Everything with momentum seems to be a lot better, and that's kind of been the key to the rocks this year. I mean, the three rounds in a row, we went straight from the matrix section right into the uphill rock garden, and you have literally three feet to decide whether or not you're going to be ready to go up the rock. And, and it's, it's and it's you said an uphill rock garden. Yeah, like wow. this year, it seems that everything is either uphill or downhill. You either have an uphill matrix. And a downhill rocks, or you have the uphill rocks and a downhill matrix, and it neither is easy. <laughs> Describe for our yeah, listeners what the matrix what the matrix looks like. So that's a series of logs designed specifically to screw you up. That's, how, that's probably <laughs> the, best, the best way to describe it. Lo- logs is kind of an understatement. They are <laughs> telephone poles, really, aren't they? That that means our studio yeah, here is just full of ro- uh, uh, logs. That's yeah, they're big. They're big telephone poles and. They're kind of designed, so the first the first one usually is a double, so it's a little bit shorter than your bike, and then there's a bike length gap in between the next double. Oh, wow. And then it seems like a bike and a half and another double. So it's just trying to keep them together for all that. And then just as you think it sounds easy, the one log in the middle is a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so it's designed to screw you up. Yeah, it's, it's everything out there is designed to screw you up and i mean you got to give the pro guys a lot of credit because they do not make it look hard like i i've trained a little bit i've rode with cody webb and you know i've a lot of these pros and even on their practice tracks they go around and they make it look so easy and then you go there and you're upside down backwards you can't get through anything so it's like ty tremaine and those boys are very very talented to be able to go that fast and over those kinds of obstacles that well, if it was easy, uh, everybody would be doing it, right? That is That's true. Right. All right, Shelby, uh, up against the clock, who do you want to thank sponsor-wise? Yeah, I'd like to thank Amy Racing, KTM, FXR has been a huge support for me, uh, Tire Balls, V-Rubber, 60 Helmet, uh, my parents for driving me around, and uh, you know everyone who's been supporting me over the few years, and sorry to all the sponsors I might have forgot. <laughs> Well, you did a great job on the program, and we're looking forward to your return, Shelby. Thank you so much. Perfect. Have a good night. Shelby Turner, our guest on the program. You've been listening to uh, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Quick timeout. Back with our featured interview of the week, or as Jack DeLeon says, my favorite interview of the week. And now you know the rest of the story. Stay ahead of the pack with the latest racing news and interviews from the Hammerdown Racing Report. 
your source for regional racing action as well as the national scene. Every week, we recap racing action from all around Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan and cover national racing series from the world of outlaws to NASCAR. Plus, get all the latest racing news. Join hosts Scott Hammer and Ron Miller, along with different featured guests each week. From dirt to asphalt, we have you covered. The Hammer Down Racing Report, available weekly on your favorite podcasting platform.